my name is Rebecca Hett and I am a member of the tax retirement and estate planning team at CI Financial. Today I am joined by my colleague Jim Whitty and we're going to talk to you about claiming home office deductions on your personal tax return. This has become a very popular topic as more and more employees have found themselves working from home as a result of COVID-19. There are a number of things to consider with respect to home office expenses, and we have written a comprehensive article that discusses all of these. So for today, we're going to focus, we're going to cover the two biggest questions. Can I claim home office expenses? And if so, what expenses can I claim? So to continue the conversation of what we can claim, what one can claim, I'm going to turn it to over to Jim. Thanks, Rebecca. So obviously the first step in determining whether you are eligible to claim home office expenses is you need to meet one of two conditions, just one, not both. The first condition is that the workspace is used exclusively to earn employment income and it is used on a regular and continuous basis to meet with customers or clients in the course of performing employment duties. So even if you ignore for a minute the requirement that you must be meeting clients on a regular and continuous basis, this condition would require that you have a workspace exclusively used for employment duties, such as a den or an office where no personal activity is conducted. So clearly these situations are going to be few and far between, and most employees are likely going to rely on the second condition and the second condition says that the workspace is used principally to perform employment duties now for income tax purposes principally is interpreted as more than 50 percent of the time which you might think is simple enough to interpret but as rebecca and i know all too well tax rules are usually not that simple and this rule is no exception generally the 50 percent requirement must be met over the full period of employment in the calendar year, rather than just the part of the year the employee is required to work from home. So if you consider the course of 12 months, assuming an employee is employed all year, the work from home requirement would need to be in place for at least six months. So basically what we're saying is that even if an employee worked 100% of the time from home for say three or four months during 2020, this might not be enough to allow that employee to qualify for home office expenses. Now, given this is open to interpretation and also the sheer number of employees nationwide that it's anticipated are going to be impacted by these rules, we do hope that the CRA will provide some further guidance in the coming months. Although, given the way certain areas of the country are operating right now, it's possible that many employees will have been working from home for six months in 2020 anyway, and will therefore qualify. But we'll certainly keep an eye on this and provide an update where appropriate. I'll pass it back to Rebecca. Well, thank you, Jim. Uh, yeah, the, the two criteria that Jim just went through for being eligible to claim home office expenses are the same criteria, whether you are a salaried employee, a commissioned employee, or a self-employed individuals such as you know you're operating as a sole proprietor for example what is different for these three types of taxpayers is, is that the expense is the expenses that 
um, each is allowed to claim. So a good way to remember this or to think about this is the level of risk that the taxpayer is taking on. A salaried employee takes on the least amount of risk and therefore has fewer expenses that are eligible to claim. A commissioned employee takes on slightly more risk and therefore can claim additional expenses. And finally, a self-employed individual takes on the greatest level of risk and so has the most options um, in terms of what they can claim for home office expenses. So salaried employees who are required to work from home may claim expenses for utilities, supplies, and minor repairs and maintenance related to the workspace. Commission-based employees who are required to work from home can add property taxes and insurance to the list of deductible home office expenses. And finally, self-employed individuals, they can also claim mortgage interest and capital cost allowance in, additional, in addition, pardon me, to the other expenses just described. Now, taxpayers renting their home can deduct a portion of the rent related to their workspace relative to the total space of the home, as well as any otherwise allowable costs as described above as they relate to the workspace. So I guess in conclusion, as we mentioned, there are other concerns with respect to home office expenses, such as what employers are required to provide the employee to be able to claim and how the deductible portion of the expenses are calculated. We cover these aspects in our article, so please ask your investment advisor or CI sales associate for a copy of this. We also hope that the CRA will be providing further guidance on this, including whether there will be any relaxation of the rules for employers, and we will cover these in a future podcast or webinar. So we look forward to you joining us again when the time comes. Thank you very much. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment.